Radio MD. RadioMD.com. The world's preeminent talk radio portal. All about your health. And now here's Melanie Cole, MS, host of Staying Well. Well, Halloween is so much fun for the kiddos, but maybe not so much for your pets. My guest is Dr. Jeff Werber. He's a renowned veterinarian and pet parenting specialist. Welcome to the show, Dr. Werber. So Halloween coming up. It's one of your busiest days. What kind of trouble can our little furry friends get into around Halloween? Well, I know a number of things. You know, the, the obvious for most is the candy, the, especially chocolate and things with raisins, uh, things that are known to be um, a little bit more toxic. But also remember, even non-quote-unquote toxic candies have a high fat content, and that can lead to pancreatitis. Not to mention the fact that a lot of our pets, as great as they are for sniffing this stuff out and will eat, they're not really good at getting the wrappers off. So typically, when they have their problems, uh, the wrappers are going to be involved as well. Uh, they'll just eat to eat. Um, you know, many dogs, for example, two of my many dogs are uh, Labradors, and, and, and a lot of these dogs sort of eat first and ask questions later. Um, so Absolutely. It's, uh, it's now, wait, common. do cats... Is this just dogs we're going to mainly talk about? Because I know well, that, you know, that cats rapid are, thing. Yeah, but they're cats more picky, are a aren't they? Smarter. You know, cats yeah, are they don't really go for it, do they? Yeah. So they don't, yeah, they're not, they're not. I'll tell you where cats are a problem, however. And this is the next point I wanted to make. You know, that doorbell is ringing, what, every several minutes. And you're opening the door because you're letting in the trick-or-treaters. And if you have animals that like to bolt to open doors, especially animals that might be a little fearful because of all the commotion and the noise, uh, it might be a very good idea to keep your bolting pets uh, in, t- in a different room. Don't let them come to the door because they will get out and they might be fearful. And a lot, let's face it, a lot of us with indoor cats don't necessarily have ID, identification collars, or microchips on our indoor pets, on our indoor cats. So it's very important to make, take those precautions as well. And another thing that I, I like to guard people and let them know that you know, it's one thing when a dog is really good with people and a dog is really good with kids. And the kids and people coming to the door, however, on, on Halloween, don't look like kids. They look like whatever character, you know, character they're trying to portray. A lot of them look like other animals. A lot of them look like you know, maybe uh, aliens or things that your dogs probably haven't seen before. So even dogs that are typically good may not be so good. And the last thing you want on Halloween is for your dog to bite somebody. And likewise, if you choose to take your dog with you when you go trick-or-treating with your children, likewise, you see a group of kids coming at you, and dogs can be very nervous, very anxious, and sometimes dogs that get nervous or anxious may bite. We call that fear biting. So even though so you want us to keep them, pets, instead of trying to calm our dogs down, Dr. Werber, you say, or our cats, you know, you say put them in a separate room and just, just for the one night don't let them you know, jump every time the doorbell rings. Exactly. I would think it would be safer to keep them away from the candy, to keep them safe, to keep them from running, to keep them from getting anxious and maybe biting, heaven forbid. Uh, it might be wise to keep them away from the front door, either put them in a different room. If you have an entry hall, you can close up, put them on the other side, and just take the necessary precautions because you don't want this very fun time to turn out to be not such a fun time. Absolutely, and now I know we crack up because cats will smell the food and say, please, processed candy, I'll have nothing. I don't even want any part of that, but dogs, like you say, will just eat. Is it true or just a myth that chocolate is toxic for dogs, and what if they do? God forbid, get into it and they start eating just a mound of mounds. 
Right, amount of amount. So I, you know, I get angry with my clients that allow that because I say you didn't save any for me. Um, yeah. And mounds are one of my favorite. But uh, milk chocolate is the least toxic. Processed chocolate is usually not as toxic as pure chocolate. It is true that chocolate can be toxicity, the active ingredient called theobromine. However, typically the dog would have to eat a lot. So it does, it it, it sort of uh, raises a bit more concern than it should. As I said, milk chocolate and the chocolate that might be in cakes and brownies are are least toxic. Um, But yes, they can be toxic, especially if they get into that whole bag of Hershey's Kisses or one of those types of chocolates. It can be a concern. Uh, if so, the, 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 it, it is a, a neurotoxin. It makes them very nervous, anxious. Sort of the worst thing that might happen it might be the best thing that will happen, and that is they'll vomit and get all that stuff out of there. Um, but if you, we see a dog did get into a lot of chocolate, I would recommend having them seen by a veterinarian, taken to an emergency. But as I said, um, don't panic too much because they really would have to eat a lot of milk chocolate for it to be toxic. But a small dog, for example... It may not take as much. So if you have a, a little Yorkie or a little Pomeranian or Chihuahua that gets into a couple of bars of chocolate, that could be a problem. So you need to seek some professional help. So you call your vet emergency clinic right away and get them in because it is Im- an emergent situation. It can't be an emergency. We, we, I never say it is, but it can be. It so can the best be. precaution is to, if, it, if it's happened within you know an hour or so, they can actually induce vomiting. Uh, with an emetic, and that will take care of at least the fear of the toxin being absorbed into the bloodstream. Dr. Werber, some people, you know, when I take my kids trick-or-treating, you see people trick-or-treating with their kids, and they've got their dogs with them. Correct. And so is is this something that you do not recommend people do? I mean, it's a nice long walk for the night, but it's a little bit of a kind of a freaky situation with the cars and the kids and laughing and candles and lights, and it can be quite confusing for the dog. I agree with you, and I think that it is. I, you really have to know your dog well. If your dog is, is, has done it before and is just great and loves it and is not afraid of the funny-looking characters approaching them in groups, large groups, uh, bending down potentially to, to pet the dog, then I think you're okay. But if you're not sure, my recommendation would be because it is not your normal circumstance when you're out and about on this holiday. And like you said, it's the noise, it's the cars. It's still, you know, usually the kids are trick-or-treating after dark. They don't see as well anyway. And I just think it might be safer for all involved to uh, keep Bowser at home. What else would you like the listeners to know about preparing their pets for Halloween? And what do you think about dressing your pets up in little costumes? Uh, you, know, it, you know, it's one of those things that, that personally I've never done it. I don't, my, my pets have never gone out when my kids were younger. Um, but I think that, if you, again, if you have the dog, that is, 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 uh, it's appropriate. If you have a dog that will tolerate it well, then I think it's fine. I mean, certainly there's, it's very cute on the after Halloween pictures that show up on the Internet of dogs in costume. I think it's hysterical. So, uh, you know, there may be some cuteness to it, but I think the, the key really is being prepared, knowing your pets well, and taking the necessary precautions to make this and for it to continue to be a very fun holiday for all, including your four-legged friends. And you mentioned about the bolting situation. Do you see, Dr. Werber, um, pets getting out? A lot, you know, running around, running out of the house, running around the block, that sort of thing. I don't know if it's a lot, but I certainly have seen it. I do see it, and, and we do get the calls. 
Fortunately, we highly recommend having your pets with identification at all times, including a microchip on top of some external ID, like a, a tag, an ID tag. Um, and uh, But, no, dogs will sometimes freak out and panic. The doorbell is ringing like crazy. Dogs often go nuts when the doorbell rings. So uh, they might just take the opportunity to, uh, to take a run. So I think it's, uh, again, to be extremely cautious, um, I would recommend if you have that dog with the tendencies to bolt, the dog that has shown that before, that you have to always put your foot in the way of the door when, when people come to the door and, and shoo your dog away. Uh, it might be wise to put your dog in a different room. We only have about 45 seconds left, Dr. Werber. So your best advice on the candy and Halloween safety and our furry little friends to keep them safe this Halloween. Is to keep the candy away from the pets. Make sure they don't have access. Uh, keep them away from open doors. And if you are at, are at all concerned or your dog has shown any strange behavior or cats in the past when people come to the door, uh, especially the bolting behavior, I'd highly recommend keeping them locked away in a different room and that way you can enjoy the holiday and not have to worry about your pets either running or getting sick or, heaven forbid, biting somebody. Absolutely great advice for a happy Halloween with our little furry friends. And make sure they don't get into the candy because, as Dr. Werber said, they don't care. The wrapper is there. They're not that good at opening them, so they just eat that too. And then you got to watch the things that come out make sure it all came out. So you don't want to have to do that either. This is Melanie Cole. You're listening to Radio MD. Thanks for listening and stay well.